right, welcome to the first ever episode of Squelch. I'm Dano. And I'm Magooch. And we are here to remind you that Hearthstone is a game and games are supposed to be fun. I would like to apologize to my wife and child for the varying levels of embarrassment I'm about to put them through. And uh, my girlfriend and kid as well. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's not good. Um, luckily, nobody will hear this. Uh, so... Let's just start with how I got into Hearthstone. So I got into Hearthstone because it was a rainy day on a lake cabin. I wanted something to play, so I downloaded a card game on my phone, and it happened to be Hearthstone. It's kind of literally it. I watched some Trump videos about how to play the game, and then I got into it more and more and more. And then introduced to the wonderful world of Aggro Shaman and was hooked from there. I started, uh, it was between GVG and TGT, and I don't even remember the first time I played it, but I remember downloading the game and having a login and being halfway through the tutorial when I started, which was kind of confusing, but <laughs> I had apparently tried it before, but liked it enough to come back to it. Uh, I went uh, out of the gate with Aggro Paladin, and uh, that was my first golden class, and haven't really touched it since. All right, so now it's time for Tea with Finley. This is the part of the show where we talk about what we did in Hearthstone and, and anything else we want to chat about um, for the previous week. Hello, old friend. Let's meet for tea after the match, shall we? All right, well, uh, I've been uh, falling back in love with Wild like hardcore the past few weeks. Um, I've always been a huge Rogue fan, and um, while Odd Rogue is definitely super strong, uh, there's always a lot of other weird stuff to mess around with, so I have like a nice little window of, of play. Uh, but that said, I love Odd Rogue, and I've seen a couple uh, really interesting posts on Reddit. Uh, one was Nico's List from like Top 100 Legend, and another uh, Redditor, UAlpha110, with some really interesting stuff to try in Odd Rogue. So I've been messing with Bran and Shadowcasters and uh, the corridor creeper uh but also just you know taking in all these cards uh, si agent that was always a staple trying one of those so uh there's a lot of flexibility in rogue and i'm having fun with the uh just deck iterations there yeah i any deck with brand in it is just a wonderful deck like that's kind of just my i start there is brand in this deck if the answer is yes it is awesome um, mostly because Brand's in every single Cthulhu deck, and Cthulhu's the greatest card ever printed. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's just true. Um, it's, it's, all right, it's a fact. Um, I, but I just argue. love anything. And you shouldn't, because it's, it's just, it's impossible to argue. So, um, yeah, I skipped the first week of this of this season because um, I was on vacation and I didn't want to play. <laughs> are still on vacation i wanted to like water ski yeah and so i kind of just sat out the whole first week and i was like you know it's cool i'll just like i think i'm starting at seven rank seven this month so we'll just see where it gets me i'll play dumb stuff and if i fall i fall uh luckily i had like three hunter quests waiting for me so i just like rolled up pizza's mech hunter and then just just kind of ended up at rank four without even trying really um it's a super fun deck. I hadn't played it a lot because I was kind of being Hearthstone hipster about Mech Hunter, but uh, once I kind of started playing it, it, it's just it's just stupid fun. Like it's good old fashioned. Like you know, make a big minion punch him in the face with it. It's a four minus seven seven. Everyone knows a four minus seven seven. So yeah, I definitely feel you on the the Hunter hipsterism, um, where I've kind of been avoiding it too, even though it's one of the two classes I have left to get golden, and I'm not even all that far. But I've just. I haven't found one that really jived with me. 
Yeah, I've been, I played Freeze Mage all last month and hit rank three with Freeze Mage. And I think I like it earned enough like hipster points where I get to play like a really good deck right now. And so I'm playing, I'm playing mostly Mech Hunter and then just playing like Token Druid or Aggro Shaman, depending on the quests that I get. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm almost, almost rank three right now. I'm not really trying too hard because as soon as I try hard, I'm going <laughs> to hit the rank floor again. So I think um, I'm, uh, but, I think I'm at 10 in standard, but I wasted most of last season trying to make, um, exotic Mount Seller rogue decks work, which I had a blast with, by the way. That card is amazing, but it's, it's very slow. Yeah. And I think the only other big thing, well, not even big, it was just, you know, making a fool of myself on Twitter, um, with HS replay. They posted the best mechs from Omega assembly. And it was a goofy little like image. I, I don't feel like it was entirely my fault. Um, but they thought I was dumb by the questions that I was asking. And in the end, I did look pretty dumb. And I think it was a dumb question that I asked, but I, I still blame them. To be fair, that was an odd, uh, set of statistics compared to what's usually on those infographics. Well, I didn't, I'm not even sure. Like it was kind of weird how it was like percent of mechs generates, so, like the entire mech pool. And you had very similar. You know, and with the, it's it's a weird card to talk about as well because you have like prior to ten mana, you, you're getting just one card, right? And so you're just talking about the one card. Which card are you taking? You're taking, you know, Zilliax, or you're taking, you know, the Laser Yeti. Um, versus when you're playing it post rank ten, you're getting three minions. So there's no choice at all. So what is, what are you trying to prove when you say, okay, when you get these three cards and you and they have rush because there's a broken hero that it's good. I, I'm not sure what they were trying to say. I don't know. So yeah, I think dumb, in, in any other context, like another class having that card, even as just the discover one would have like a completely different uh, set of statistics for that. Oh yeah. Well, when every one of your mechs gets rush, it just kind of throws off the entire, I mean, it's just, it's hard to kind of compare it to anything else that you've really, that we've kind of come to know about Hearthstone because We've never had a card like this where you you play this card on, you know, seven, right? Yeah. Seven? Yeah, seven. And then you just get every minion in your deck from there on out basically has rush. It's it's rocket boots from dungeon runs. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's bonkers good. And I'm not saying it should be like nerfed or anything. It's super fun to play. I'm just it's just insanely good. Like so it was kind of a weird uh, graphic to post. I was confused by it. I'm sure I wasn't the only one. I went into Reddit and it was mostly just people whining about the cards. So I thought I'd ask the question. I mean, what else is Reddit? I got the answer. It's Reddit. It's Reddit. All right. So now it's uh, time for some Hearthburgers. So a Hearthburger is a segment where we talk, we give Hearthstone a compliment sandwich, two good things, beginning and an end, one not so good thing in the middle. Do you want to start with this, Magooch? Me hungry! You yummy! Sure. Um, so I don't know if I did this incorrectly because I have my own little sandwich here. Um, seeing the last cycle where, uh, for really the first time since the, the de-nerf of Molten Giant where we got some buffs to cards, um, it's a really, uh, I think, a good omen to see that they're willing to make changes like that. Uh, there's, what, 135 cards a set? How many sets where this... Even if it's not directly uh, out to affect wild, it will. Um, so I really like seeing that they're willing to go in the other direction as well. Uh, that said, this game exists in a digital space, 
and it's a sin that it's not done more often. Uh, they could experiment with flexibility on a short-term scale. Say, we're going to change this and see how it goes for two weeks. And maybe we'll change it back if we know it's not really working out the way we planned. Um, but still, the fact that these things are, are coming now, um, they've been clamored for for ages. And we're starting to see more of that um, willingness to make changes. So I think that that's definitely a good direction we're moving in. And, you know, I... I don't disagree with like the digital space argument like you know why not play with that digital space a little bit more but at the same time like i understand the internet and the meltdowns that will occur if they like roll back a buff or a nerf um i don't think it's just worth even trying it out i mean we also have a very interesting economy that's entirely self-contained in your own dust so when nerfs and buffs grant you dust i mean it's not like they charged people dust for buffing cards thankfully (laughs) but uh with that self-contained economy it's a lot harder to regulate you know it's not like a a secondary market in magic where cards kind of have their own value depending on what could i mean cards will spike the day of a uh, pro tour yeah and thank goodness it's not like that because i can't afford that Um, yeah no absolutely (laughs) there's a reason i stopped playing magic yeah um yeah, me too. It was because I joined the military. Much different reason. And then the game like changed completely up. But this isn't a magic podcast. <laughs> um, so, compliment sandwich, hearth burger. Um, first things first, the song for the new expansion is mind-numbingly awesome. Like, it's just insanely good and wonderful. And everything that Hearthstone is, everything, like, great and wonderful about Hearthstone is, like, in that song. I just, it's it's why the game is really fun. It's, like, it's based on World of Warcraft, but then it just kind of rolls off in its own little world. And it's goofy and it's fun and it's cartoony. Um, it doesn't take itself too seriously, which I think is important for a game. Oh, absolutely. I, and I love the levity. Yes. Yeah. It's just great. Like, I, I don't need a super dark set. Like, I like the darkest that they're going, they have ever gone as old gods, and that's hardly even dark, right? So it's like, that, that's what makes the game fun. Like, I want to see Medivh in a hot tub, right? That, that's just awesome. Um, <laughs> so, I will disagree. not argue with that. No, not you at can't. all. You and, can't. And Reno just looked great with his shirt off. I'm just saying. I love um, the Van Dam joke. I really do. <laughs> I know it's everybody knows what it is by now, but I, I love it. Um, you know, uh, criticism towards uh, Hearthstone. Really, I tell you what, um, I tried really, 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 really hard to like Specialist. Um, boy, it just doesn't work. Um, and it doesn't work because of like Warrior, right? Like, when you have a class that is so good at controlling stuff and you have a system like Grandmaster set up where like you can get punished hard for looking outside the box, um, most a lot of players are going to gravitate towards the deck they feel they can control most of like the outcomes with, and that's Control Warrior. And Control Warrior versus Control Warrior is super boring. It's always been super boring. Anyone tells you otherwise is a liar. It's just boring. And so when it's like three games of Control Warrior, that sucks. And like, I was super excited about, like super duper excited about um, Grandmasters. And it, and it's been you know, wonderful. I, 
I've, I liked it a lot, but I really think that I, I wish they had done more than just specialists. We're not doing a week of specialist, a week of conquest, a week of a pick band strategy, right? Like you can do that kind of stuff. There's no reason you can't like having eight weeks of specialist. That doesn't make sense. Right. And I think the irony is, is we get nerfs and cards hall of fame to prevent ladder from feeling samey. And we've had weeks of what feels like the same game, like checking in on this game. That's been going for weeks at a time. Yeah. (laughs) And it's kind of like, it's really the worst part of ladder. I feel like, where like sometimes you'll queue on ladder and you know, play in a good deck and you just like run into a bad matchup and then a bad matchup, then a bad matchup. And you just feel like you're just stuck. And it's like the only thing you can really do is just log off for the night because you just, the meta got weird on you or you just got run of bad luck and it's just like not having fun anymore. And like watching some of those like, those warrior mirrors where one maybe had Mechathune and the other one didn't where like the outcome was pretty much already established and you still had to watch, you know, the two games of Mechathune versus the regular control warrior. It was just, your kind of heart went out to these guys where it's like this just, this stinks for me. It's gotta be just awful for you. And I, it's not good branding that players on the tournament are starting to think about or talk about leaving because it's so unenjoyable for them. I mean, that's just super unfortunate that they obviously love the game. They put a lot of time into it. They've shown skill for, you know, an extended period of time. And then to get put in this tournament environment where it's just fatigue and not game fatigue, like play fatigue, that's, that's grinding you to a halt is, is not a great way to get viewership for this. And, and I just got back into watching competitive Hearthstone a couple of months ago was really excited for this format to come out and it just i just don't think it stood up uh to what a lot of people expected it to be well it's the catch 22 right you want to have your streamers <clears throat> excuse me you want to have your streamers like playing in grand masters because that's where you're going to get the most viewers right like people are going to show up to watch firebat people are going to show up to watch kibler not kibler sorry um dog people are going to show up to watch um, you know, the people they know, they are interested yeah. in watching them. But at the same time, like a streamer like Dog is going to lose money doing this, doing GM because he can't stream during peak hours. And I guarantee you he makes more off his stream than he gets off of GM. I may be incorrect um, about this too, but I think there's also limitations on other streaming times. Oh, I'm sure there is. So it, right? it eats into like, his, his schedule otherwise, aside from the playtime. And that's yeah, and for a lot I of these people, this is their livelihood, so... We're fortunate yeah, and, that that could be the case, but to devote so much time to this that takes away a huge chunk of your your revenue, your work hours, is a lot to go up against. Yeah, I think they'll get it right. I hope they don't abandon it. I wish they had... Well, I'm both disappointed and not because of some of the personalities that are going to stay in because they don't have relegation yet, but um, it would have been nice if there were more stakes, to be honest. And it really seemed that the people who really succeeded well were those who really kind of got specialist, which is kind of competitive Hearthstone, right? If you're really good at a format, you may succeed where you may fail in another format. I think we're seeing that with like people who are at the bottom, who are just fine players who are just kind of like, they just don't predict the meta and they don't get that one pick. Right. And uh, it is what it is. It's, it's still fun. I enjoy it, but um, moving on. And then, 
Um, the other side of my uh, Hearth Burger is uh, the meta is super fun right now. It is insanely fun. You can play a lot of different things, and for the most part, even a bad deck will get you a 50% win rate if you've played it enough. Um, <clears throat> I like seeing lots so, of viable decks per class. That's always something good where it's not like if you see a mage, you know they're playing this. It's going to be Conjurer Mage, and the fact that there are three or four different Conjurer Mages is great. But yeah, the meta is amazing right now. Yeah, it's just really great, and nothing feels too good. And I'm playing Mech Hunter right now, which is a deck that feels too good to a lot of players. I get that, um, but there are ways to beat to beat that deck. And um, I know that's the way it is with every meta, where like, yeah, you always can play the counter to it, but you know, it's I feel like it's just in a super good place. I think it's my favorite meta. Well, it's hands down my favorite meta since Old Gods, um, and it's because you know I can queue up freeze mage one day have a good time win some games next day i'm playing mech hunter next day i'm playing well i control warrior but it's just not fun the control warrior mirror is just brutal to play um but it's a super good meta and like i think if you if you disagree you just really need to find something that you really like and just play it because it's it's not bad like there's there are ways to really have a good time with this meta in the other case and there have been times when the meta has been brutal and you're just stuck. And I think that's a the testament of Team 5. The buffs, the nerfs, I mean, they got everything basically right, I feel like, this the past couple months. So good on them. Yeah, and I would say that, that that good meta extends into Wild as well. I mean, I've been seeing some great deck diversity. Um, I know there's there's a couple Boogeyman decks in Wild, but even um, was playing last night and uh, Priest was only 16%. And they were probably, I think there was one non-big priest deck but a fair amount of shaman warlock uh and i think the only thing i didn't run into was warrior but there it's such a good distribution of different stuff um that that both metas i think are really healthy right now yeah warrior was a little bit brutal to play against last month i felt like but i was playing freeze mage which just wrecks warrior which is which is fun because freeze mage historically gets destroyed by warrior um, so getting to play Freeze Mage and, and Wreck Warrior was just kind of a good time. Um, but there was a, just a lot more Warrior that I've been seeing right now. Maybe I'm just at a spot in the ladder where I'm just not running into it. But right now, no complaints about Warrior. So I appreciate that. All right. So we're a couple of filthy casuals. One day, I'll be a real knight. So each week, we're going to talk about playing the game as a filthy casual. So what we do at the beginning, on, so each episode, we're going to roll a d20. Pick a rank between 1 and 20, and then talk about the meta at that specific rank. This week, we rolled a 19, so we're talking about the rank 19 meta, uh, which is, I'll be honest, a lot of fun. I <laughs> i haven't played at rank 19, but I pulled up HS Replay, and uh, the interesting thing, which I should have, we should have kind of realized we would see, but didn't, was crazy high win rates, right? So, like, your Tier 1 decks, a 65% win rate with Secret Hunter, a 63% win rate with Control Warrior, and a 62% win rate with Mech Hunter. Um, and it's pretty obvious when you think about it for a couple of seconds about why those win rates are there, because it's so easy to get out of rank 19, right? So right, especially if you're someone that's ranking up. Even the Tier 2 and, stuff listed for that rank is, is Token Druid and Bomb Warrior, and they're at Almost 60% both. Yeah. So you just have a lot of people who are just kind of like getting through rank 19 quickly, which, I mean, is the point. If you're stuck at rank 19, uh, I get it. I remember when I first started, when I first 
hit rank 15, I thought I was the biggest deal in the entire world. I was playing Cthulhu Druid, and I thought I was awesome. Um, oh, you are awesome. So I am awesome, and I was awesome. It's not even a <laughs> lie. Um, the amount of time I put in to Cthulhu Druid to get to rank 15 might be embarrassing. Um, but, I mean, that's just where I was at as a player. Uh, there's nothing to be ashamed of at all. So, But I think one of the things that you take away with this really, really easily is, is Secret Hunter, right? So Secret Hunter is a good deck, seeing it at rank four, saw it at rank three. Uh, you don't see win rates of 65%. And it's most likely it's because at rank 19, people either aren't trying hard enough to play around secrets or don't know how to play around secrets. Uh, so if you, even if you can't play around a secret well, when you're playing the deck with the secrets in it, uh, you don't have to. And it's a really easy way to pl- kind of learn the different secrets that are there. So if you're stuck at rank 19, put together a secret hunter. It doesn't have to have all the legendaries. You don't need it. Um, it you're going to get out of rank 19 pretty quick, and you're going to win. It's a fun deck to play for sure. So, Control Warriors tier is the second deck. Don't play Control Warrior. There's yeah. no reason to play Control Warrior at rank 19. You'll win a lot of games because you're just going to just... I mean, the point of control warrior right now is just kill everything but i mean you should not have to create two led two three four legendaries five legendaries um and can to play at rank 19 you secret hunter you can make pretty cheaply they're you know just skip the legendaries and you're going to be kind of fine so yeah there's a lot more flexibility down there too if you have a favorite card or a goofy tech that's close to your heart you know there's no reason not to throw it in yeah, and there's no reason to play a meta deck down when you're playing around rank 19, 18, 20. Just, I mean, you have nothing to lose. I mean, the worst thing that happens is you end up at rank 20. I mean, it's not a bad thing at all. Yeah. So if you feel, it, build your own deck. Sorry, I just felt like someone was like screamed in my ear, but it must have been you. Um, build your own deck. Have fun with it. Like, you'd be surprised if you play 50 games of your own deck, you're going to win a bunch of games because no one's going to expect it, and you're going to know that, know that deck really well. So, if you're in rank 19, do your own thing, right? Amen. All right. Yeah, amen. So, time for the rope. Oh, I love that fuse thing. The rope is a competition between Magooch and I. We're going to be asked, we're going to ask four questions to each other. We're going to debate it for 75 seconds because how long the rope lasts. Uh, once the rope goes, we move on to the next topic. Round one. Demo versus the <laughs> That was better than I ever could have anticipated. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Made my day. So Puzzle Box of Yaxaran is a 10-mana spell that casts 10 random spells. Right, so ten cost ten, cast ten. Would you describe Puzzle Box of Yogg-Saron as broken, not good, but not bad, or total garbage? So broken being broken as awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna say garbage. Uh, there's no body attached to it. Uh, without having, I mean, even pre-nerf Yogg, when he would live, I mean, even if he killed himself, he'd finish out doing whatever. But getting that a decent body attached to it at the end, this is your entire turn. And there, it's not spells that were cast this game. It could be anything. This could kill you. Uh, I think it's way too high risk for just completely unpredictable results. And without a body or anything attached to it, there's no form of guarantee. 
Well, obviously you're a hater of fun because <laughs> 10 random spells is wonderful. And the only thing I'm sad about is that there is no body attached to this. Even if it were like a 10 mana 1-1 one, one that cost 10 random spells, I could play Joy Buzz and get a 1 mana 1-1 one, one that casts 10 random spells. Or Luna's Pocket Galaxy and get a, a 1 mana 1-1 one, one that casts uh, 10 random spells. Uh, it would be awesome. And it would be bonkers good, which is why it's a spell and not a minion. Uh, but it's... Yeah, it just, I wish there was a way to cheat out, cheat out this spell because uh, <laughs> it could be insanely fun. And sadly, it can't cast itself, right? So you can't puzzle box of Yogg-Saron into puzzle box of Yogg-Saron. So sadly bad, but um, going to be fun for sure. I, I mean, it can cast, uh, what's the other one, Deck of Wonders? So you know, I'm oh. sure it could generate more value for itself. Um. <laughs> Terrible card. <laughs> Terrible much, card. Yeah. But awesome card. Yeah. Next question. I mean, you could, I, I could see, uh, uh, just for fun deck with the, um, uh, Exodia style, give yourself four, um, apprentices to try and cast this cheaper or something. But even then, that's too much work to do it. But, but it's good. It's all in good fun. <laughs> just get two turns to do this twice. Yes. It's called winning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right. All right. Question, question. three. Uh, Team five is introducing a new keyboard reborn with this set. Reborn is the ability that causes a minion to be resummoned, resummoned with one health. First time they're destroyed. That's one health damaged, not full. So it can be healed up. Uh, what does this keyword need to be good? I, mean, I think the rush one for warrior, right? Like if you get, so that's a bonkers good card, right? So it's a four mana, three, three rush dies. 3-2. Three, 3-1 three, with Rush, right? Yeah, so I mean, but it's a 4-mana 6 attack, pretty much. Um, the, Is it a 2-2? Two, 3-2. Two? Uh, 3-2. Three, two. Three, two. Oh, yeah, who cares? The, the, the so health doesn't matter, right? The, it's removal. Right. Right, that's what I'm saying. 4-mana four, four 6 six power removal seems pretty good. Yeah, oh yeah, that's insanely good. And you know, I think what we've all learned is Warrior needs more removal. So, I think I think we definitely need to see more of this for Warrior. I mean... I mean, the laser yeti is just not quite good enough. Let's get this done. Um, right. And then a way to get it out, you can tutor it out, right? So, so you can you can play your one two on turn one oh, and yeah. get this for turn three. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's I think it's what put put warrior over the top. It's what warrior needs. Yeah, it's just the one thing that they were missing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's tempo. It's tempo, right? Yeah. Like, tempo is good. I think the the priest one we've seen so far, uh, the 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 res one, it's that's gonna be way too slow in a class that's already bonkers slow I, I think if you want to if reborn's gonna be good it's gonna be this kind of temple oriented stuff uh, when you try to value death rattle stuff like this it's just it's almost never really any good unless you can get like double value like with like my, in old gods when you can play in this off right you got your you got your death rattles and you got your death rolls back again right so your, your whole game was set up to play a slow game it's just the current meta at least is and these you can build a giant mech and punch face. Reborn right? That's a not good thing. being a death rattle uh, puts it in a weird space where like it doesn't have death rattle synergies that it feels like it would. And yeah. contrary to the the hunter one being removal, I'm sorry, the warrior one being removal. This is a four mana three one, and it's just a garbage body. And it doesn't have reborn. It gives something reborn, <laughs> something else. So you have to have something died. good have died, which is uh, 
you know, we were talking earlier, bring back a North Shark cleric, and then you can heal it and draw a card immediately. That seems like best case scenario for this. Yeah. Uh, or like um, an injured blade. Well, actually, no, not even injured blade master. Something. The injured blade master is terrible. Well, yeah. I guess if you have, yeah, no, no, it's just not going to be. They have to figure priest out. Let's just be honest. Yeah. It's, it's just, they, they just haven't. Res is just such a, a cop well, out Rez thing to either, go back to, I think, with this kind of mechanic. This is. Well, we learned that res is either bad or it's broken. Broken good, right? It doesn't seem to be in a, a middle ground there. It's kind of like um, Inspire, right? Inspire is either super good or terrible. I, I kind of feel like Res is in that same space. So my only question with the priest one, um, being able to eke out a little bit of value, is if you resummon a minion with Reborn and give it Reborn, will you get two copies when it dies? I don't know if they stack like I don't, that. I have but no even idea. that is like, that's asking a lot of an edge case to get value out of it. So I just, I think Reborn needs value like Rush or also has to have a Death Rattle synergy or something. To, to push it into really good. Yeah, are we going to see like a reborn spell, right? Like give a minion reborn? That's, I mean, that's that's 100% something they would give to Paladin, right? It would cost two mana um, and be insanely good. And they would cast it on like a giant mech and then they'd get like five of those mechs back and then... <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> uh, All right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, so moving on. Question four, last question, because this was supposed to be a short segment and we went long on every question. We are currently halfway through the year of the dragon. Why is this the year of the dragon? <laughs> Simple answer, because uh, this is when Fred showed up. Yep, this is when Fred the dragon showed up. Yep. So Heart, Team 5, Hearthstone, they knew we were going to start this podcast. Um, we appreciate it. We appreciate the entire year dedicated to us. It was kind. Thank you. It was really kind of them. <laughs> Thanks very much. Uh, why so salty? This is when we talk about someone that got angry. Your rage sustains me. Uh, this week we're going to talk about, so Reddit recently had a meltdown because Team 5 changed the card art on a handful of cards to make the art less provocative. Is this really worth the entire front page of our Hearthstone? No. Moving on. No. <laughs> no, it's really not. No, no and I don't think it's, it's, just, it's not... To, to get angry about them making aesthetic changes, you know, it's one thing to get angry about uh, a card got nerfed or changed or buffed and because it was a classic card, we didn't get dust or something like that where it's actually messing with your economy. But where this is, what, offending your gamer sensibilities? Like, I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> oh, I never felt more ashamed of my hobby than that day working through, well, like, and our Hearthstone and, like, the garb, like, just some of, like, the real ickiness. Like, it was, like... I would be embarrassed if, like, my mother knew I played this game and, like, read this webpage right now. Like, it was pretty ridiculous. Like, I don't, I'm not even going to give them, like, some of the posts, like, the time of day, really, because they don't deserve it. The art changes look good. I like the art changes. I think it's you're more likely to see young, younger players maybe get to play the game because parents are less likely to be, you know, wondering why Secret Keeper's, you know, behind his front and center. Um, right. that's good. Like, I love the game. And, like, magic is awesome because there's 20 years of magic, right? Like, like, I want Hearthstone to have that kind of same, you know, success. And, you know, if this is the kind of changes they feel they need to make to be successful, more power to them. I, I just don't think it's worth, worth the time we've already spent on it, to be honest. It's not. And just to throw, like, the one, one last thing, when, when this happened the first time with Jaina getting a, uh, dicky yeah. under her, her dress or whatever um and calling this yeah. a nerf 
uh, really kind of brings to the front and center the toxicity behind the anger in this case. And that's just, that's the main reason to not give it uh, a platform. Yeah. And the Jaina nerf thing is even, is, I think it's even kind of worse, right? Like, like the anger and the weird anger that came out, like it's easy to, like it was a small population, it was a loud small population, right? Who were angry about, about these cards, right? The vocal minority. Um, about, yeah, vocal minority, right? I, I feel like the Jaina nerf thing was adopted very quickly by the, the entire male Hearthstone community and being like, Oh, Jaina got nerfed. And she was what she was nerfed because she was allowed to wear a shirt. Like, that's not a nerf. That's just, you know, clothing. And so, like, saying that the card is less... Uh, saying that she's a less good hero now because you can't look at her cleavage, it just kind of puts every, you know, woman or girl who games, it just tells them exactly where their place is, right? And it's um, it's wrong. I, I kind of would like people to stop saying it personally. Absolutely. Um, I 100% but yeah. agree. Yeah, that's just something that I think it tells uh, a lot more about yourself than you realize when you say things like that. Yeah, 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 and that's you know, yeah, we can we can go we can go on other tangents with this, but I think that's enough for now. Um, Too serious, maybe. Agreed. (laughs) Point made. Point made. So every week we're going to take one quest. Either you know it's going to be a challenge that I'm going to give Magooch for us to complete. He's going to give us a challenge. Someone from Twitter is going to give us a challenge. A listener will read in or write in if they want. And we have to complete this challenge on ranked ladder, whether it's, you know, standard, which is hard ladder, or wild, which is easy ladder. Um, <laughs> I, I won't <laughs> argue with that. I mean, it's not true. I, it's I, not I accidentally true, really. got to rank two yesterday. So I. Yeah. I, I don't play wild ladder because I just don't have the patience to play wild ladder. I give a lot of credit to you for doing it. Um, so this week's quest comes from Matted Arms on Twitter. Give me a quest. He wants us to win three games in ranked play with Star Aligner Mage. So tell us about Star Aligner Mage. This deck, like digging into it now, um, the more I look at it, the more fun it looks. Uh, it looks like it can pull some pretty crazy swing turns out of nowhere. Um, so we've got Aragal drawing extra copies of things, Pocket Galaxy to make the big things cheap, two Mossy Horror, two Amani Warbear, two Rabble Bouncer, two Starliner. And that's the two Tunnel Blaster, Undasta. Um, it has a Conjurer's <laughs> Calling package, so you've got multiple angles. But looking at some of the ridiculous stuff, um, it's got Arcane Keysmith, and you can get the, uh, the what is that secret when they attack your minion, summon an extra one of it. Like, there's so many ways to put an yeah. extra... 7-7 seven, seven on the board that or X7 um, this looks like a lot of fun yeah so Starliner being deal 7 damage to the board of your opponent if you have 2 minions plus Starliner um, with exactly 7 health. And that, 7 health and that does yeah. hit face too it does hit face yes. I didn't realize it hit face that's fantastic um, yeah your opponent. this yeah. was um, Starliner was like a problematic druid card in wild for a while where they were doing um aviana coon brand oh something something yeah, that was you when could i do was like 21 damage yeah. in, in a turn yeah totally fun and fair yeah. um yeah so this is the like a book of, this is a book of specters yes um, yeah that's very mage very and it only actually. runs five spells right so it runs pocket galaxy it runs conjures uh, calling double 
double conjures and double book of specters. So most likely the odds are in your favor to, to draw minions. So, and with things like um, Aragal and doomsayers, like being able to control, it's got voodoo doll, which I'd love to see. Um, and voodoo doll conj is just a fun way to kind of get the board, right? Like you, you, you use voodoo doll on one of their minions, you conjure it, it dies, you get two more three, three. Yeah. That's just a good, that's a, that's a good turn. That's <laughs> just a real solid turn. The two mind control uh, attacks, I think, are interesting. Um, I, you know, I'd like, yeah. I'd love to see how that feels. Where uh, if I'm getting behind on board, uh, but you know, steal something and conjure that, maybe who knows? Um, there, it looks like there's a lot of shenanigans that can go on here. I played a lot of the Dragon Mage when it first came out at the beginning of this le- this expansion, um, and the MC techs were in just about every deck, and so the people played around them pretty much all the time after just about a week of the of the heart of the expansion i'd be curious to see what happens now i i would wonder if you wouldn't just mostly get junk with them though i'm just kind of guessing right because the only time a hunter goes wide is with when they have bombs right and you can't use an o2 bomb really uh yeah a paladin's a paladin's not going to go wide enough really uh a, a mech paladin won't i don't think Although you uh, know, I don't, if if you can get a bomb, <laughs> you can pop it with. Um, you have Zilliax. Uh and and uh, Mossy Horror. Oh yeah, Mossy Horror. Mossy Horror can also an also a great way to kill yourself when you when they have lethal. Just Mossy Horror, boom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is is Warbear the only beast? So I think it, it, Undasta is just there to pull Warbears. Um, I think that's the only beast. I don't have. I apologize. I don't have the actual. Mossy Horror is not a beast. Rabble Bouncer is not a beast. Starliner is not a beast. Tunnel Blaster is not a beast. Okay, yeah. So that just pulls War Bears. I don't. That looks pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Um. All right. Cool. All right. So we have to. Do we each have to win three games with this? Yes, we each have to win three games with this. Okay, I'll have to throw and my I replays in the I'm show notes have to, as proof. I am going to have to craft two legendaries and I think two epics for this. So thanks, Mad at Arms. It's uh, too bad you can't share decks to play on ladder, and it's only for uh, it's friendly battles. It's true. I might not craft Undasta because I don't know what else I will use that in. I might just replace that because I don't know that cheating out the war bears is going yeah, to be that great. That's fine. Um. But we'll see. Maybe I'll feel I have a I have some banked gold, so we'll see. All right. Um, so that's it for the first episode. Uh, went much longer than we thought, but I'm sure it was amazing. So you're welcome, everybody. Yeah, we made it through. We did a hell of a job. We really did. <laughs> so you can follow us on Twitter at Squelchcast, and you will hear from all three can, of us. Yes, Fred the Squelch Dragon, who. Um, whose podcast this is and we're just kind of just here we're just channeling him yes exactly right you cannot follow us on instagram because zuckerberg hates us we'll try and fix that but instagram uh, sucks. yeah may- maybe it sounds like a lot of work though um you, you can email us at squelchcast at gmail.com and uh if you think you have a better announcing voice than i do which is probably pretty high odds uh prove it to us do your best dano versus magooch recording and send a tweet or send an email to us and we will use your effect in the show 
It's true. Um, if you have a quest for us, go ahead and email it or tweet at us, and we'll definitely use that next week. The crazier, uh, the better. Thank you. F- yes, yes. The crazier, the better. That's kind of the entire plan. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody.